0: To move from copper to brass. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Loud Pipes. Grab a beverage and join us as we talk about all things relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. And now your host for this episode, Rich Warfield, John Miracle, and Brother Bacon.
1: Loud Pipes, episode 183. The question of the night is, has Brother Bacon gone electric? Has John ridden halfway to the moon? What else is going on? We're going to kibitz about Harley Davidson a little bit, catch up on an upcoming track day, and all sorts of fun. So let's start with that riding fool, Johnny John, the spider silk, now with a new exhaust. How
2: the heck are you, man?
1: Doing well yourself. Good. Thanks for waking up and joining the show. Much appreciated.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I went up for a little ride today and usually when I get back, I'm, I'm not sure if y'all get it, but I get all nice and relaxed and take a nap, uh, take a nap. And well, I was watching TV and took a snooze and well, five minutes before the show, I woke up. So I think,
1: I think you kind of divulged a little secret there. I didn't know that you, after your rides, you came, went and took a nap. That's, that's news to me.
2: Uh, it depends, but yeah, I come back and I'm all nice and relaxed and tired out. And so I'm going to best sleep. I'm not sure if you ever, do you guys get that same thing? Well, when I got back from my ride
1: yesterday, it was midnight. So yeah, I went to sleep. (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you sleep well after that? Did you, like, lay your head down and were you out, like, cold and you're done?
1: Not really, but we need to talk about that a- after the show.
2: Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. Well. Uh. All
1: righty. Are you drinking anything since you just woke up,
2: Johnny John? No, I'm drinking water to wake up, so I'm not all snapping on the podcast. I like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. All How right. about yourself? What are you drinking, Mr. Warfield?
1: Oh, well, I'm a little fired up about one of the topics tonight, so I've got a big beer. One I've been saving in the back of the fridge for a while. Sorry, Hogan, you didn't get down here soon enough. This is a celebration beer from OMB, their anniversary alt br, 22 ounces of 6% goodness. And it's kind of like a just a slightly, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a slightly more aggressive copper essentially. Six percent instead of five.
2: Oh, so you got a little more. Yeah.
1: And I I got a 22-ounce bottle to do it, so.
2: Uh Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. This is going to (laughs) be this might be trouble. (laughs) We are in trouble. (laughs) Especially when Bacon's drinking. Speaking of Bacon, how are you, Brother Bacon? And what are you drinking?
0: Oh, man. I am doing wonderful this evening. And I myself have a sweet water brewery uh, 420 strain, which is a mango Kush wheat ale, what? in a twelve in a twelve ounce Tickety can bottle. Oh, interesting. Oh my, oh my gosh. So, so the funny thing is, it says it's a malt beverage with natural hemp type flavor. Contains no hemp. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh boy, oh boy, oh, oh, they made me sad. But wait, it's not <laughs>
1: even a beer. Then it's a malt beverage.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, most most anything is really more of a malt beverage than a beer. If you're looking at IPAs and stuff, they're not really beers anymore. Boy, th- we
1: we need another show for this. I I we I gotta I gotta talk about that. <laughs> you're blowing
0: my mind. <laughs> 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 Well, in order to get those higher uh, percentages, you, they can't be classified as uh, beer. Hmm. I believe beer caps off somewhere right around six. So in, in order to get anything around that, anything higher.
1: Sorry. I I got to go to the new topics then. I'm I'm shaking. <laughs> Ah, uh, the MT-09 with a full aero system making a flyby. Somebody else making some noise in a flyby. Johnny John, what have you done to your spider?
2: Well, did we talk about it last show on the, on the meetup that I was thinking about it? You, yeah, you
1: kind of let let us some hints that you were looking at an exhaust system.
2: Well, I did. So I know before we talked about not getting one and, well, I don't know. Everybody's talking about it. I finally decided to go pull the trigger.
1: Well, before you get too far, Bacon, how many times did he say, I'm not going to touch it? It's loud enough. And I think it's getting Literally louder.
0: every time we saw him or talked <laughs> to him.
1: Every time I asked, John, you going to put a pipe in that thing? No, it's loud enough. It's fine. I'm going to touch it.
2: You, you're right. <laughs> you're right. So, so you're what right. happened? What happened, my friend?
0: The beast overcame, didn't it?
2: I don't know, maybe maybe it was a stimulus check and I got extra money. How's that?
0: <laughs> oh, ding ding ding!
2: Was it American made? Yeah, it was in a, a fact dollar? it was. Okay,
0: all right. Well then, I will kudos you, sir.
2: <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, in fact, it's made in South Carolina. Oh, so oh, that's
0: the
1: one
2: that's down in Greer. All right, two, two. correct, correct. So it's a it's a company called Sputter One Attitude out of Greer, South Carolina. So it's a little. Um, it's different, it's unique. It's a triple exhaust out the side, looks side like a Toshi, yeah, yeah. That's uh, what Aunt, I think threw out when I showed it to him and the with us they're baking, and I, I forgot about that. So, it's a it replaces the cat and the muffler, mm. it and saves all,
1: like 100 pounds,
2: saves about 15 pounds. I know between. The cat is like 15 pounds. I saw somebody do, and a muffler is 10, so 25 pounds. Okay. And I know the UPS pox for this was 10 pounds. Okay. And it didn't have much packing around it. So it really was a lot of packaging. So maybe nine pounds, give or take. You didn't weigh it before you put it on? For oh. shame. Sean. Oh. <laughs>
0: He's like, you know, I could have stayed sleeping. (laughs) John, do you ever wear yourself before you go riding?
2: No, do you, Bacon?
0: Absolutely not. (laughs) I do for the track.
1: (laughs) Got to get the suspension just right.
0: You got to tile
1: it in, man. Dial it in. Am I 50 pounds overweight or 55 pounds
3: overweight?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That was a really good dinner last night with an extra beer. Ah, uh, damn. 60. <laughs> Sorry,
1: John. Go ahead.
2: Oh, it's okay. Yeah, so that's... I uh, purchased that. That came in uh, this week. and Well, Richard's going to help me, but he had a renege on his deal. Oh. Sorry. So... Got yeah, another buddy, Jason, to help me out, and rode over to his place Thursday night. And oh, well, by the time he got, I rode over early so I'd get cooled off. And by the time he showed up for after work and everything, by he got home at five. By five thirty, was already installed and swapped out. Whammo!
1: Yeah, that's what was funny. We we were kind of planning on this somewhat long winded install, and we were going to do a bunch of cameras and record it and. Well, it didn't happen then, like you said, you went over and and got it installed. And it's like 15 minutes later, he's like, all done. Yeah.
2: So, (laughs) okay.
1: So,
3: I will
2: admit that what KNM did, I think, maybe they thought about the people would swap it out. All to take off the cat is, and the muffler as one was three springs from the pipe coming. So, there's a pipe that comes down from the headers, little. Piece come out, and then there's another piece that runs from the header to the beginning of the cap. Well, that piece there has three springs to the cap. You take those three springs out, and then you start wiggling it back, and a muffler and the exhaust come off. And that's that's it. it, huh? Put it back on, slide it into these pegs or these pegs into these holes on the by the back, and connect it back to the pipe coming from the. You know, metal front exhaust pipe. Whatever. I'm not sure what it's called. Head pipe. Okay, call it the head pipe. And then attach <laughs> three and attach two of the springs back on, and you're all done.
1: So, what holds the exhaust in? Is there a bracket that comes off of like the passenger bag yeah, or something?
2: I was gonna say that's a lot of weight just for springs. Uh, so so on the cat and the muffler, there's these pegs that attach to the frame. On they, they are like they a slide little hook. In. Another uh, just regular round hole pegs that slide you slide into. The 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 cat and the exhaust each have these pegs that then have holes in the frame to slide into. Okay, but they somehow lock
1: into place. You don't they don't just insert and sit there, right? Um,
2: like is there like a cotter pin or
0: something?
2: No, no, they're just regular slide into thing. Is uh,
0: there a bushing? There's rubber bushing. Like a yeah. rubber bushing. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. what I'm
1: saying. It's kind of like a J hook, though. It's not it doesn't push straight up into the frame. It's kind of like a hook.
2: Um
1: They're horizontal, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Slide in horizontally.
2: Yes. Got it. Yep.
1: Sweet. Well, that sounds easy.
2: Yeah, it was simple. Slide it in. Um there's a real good video dev a guide I found the day before that actually did the install and it was simple so he really helped out and showed what to do um, the springs putting the one spring back on like in his videos really it was really hard to get the spring back in place mm. it, it, was, it was a long pole to kind of put it in there you need a Before, spring puller like what the you like what I had
1: on my exhaust the um, the GPR that I bought it came with this puller right it was like a hook. You put it on the spring, and then it gave you some way to put the torque on it.
2: Right. So, yeah. So, uh, then we fired it up, and there was no leaks, no nothing, and off she went. Off she so, went.
0: Mr. Audio Boy, <laughs> I got to yeah. ask the question. Mm-hmm. Have you spent the time yet?
2: No, I have not. <laughs> well, you
1: said there was a video here somewhere. I don't see it. In in my
2: Google Drive? In a lot of pipes, Google Drive, there should be a, a video.
1: Mm, I don't see it. And you're not talking about the temp one that you own, right? No. So it says last updated by me in
0: October. Yeah, so yeah, definitely not.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: oh, come on. Where is that? Maybe it didn't sync. Yeah, but I, I the ones that I've seen on videos just never sound right. I'm asking for you to record it properly, sir.
1: Yeah. Don't get us some sound clips for the next, the next show, but what, what is your take from the seat? Then what is the impression of the sound? Is it an improvement? Is it too loud?
0: Please, no, it's and-
2: an impro- it's improvement. It's a, a little deeper, a little, a little louder. Um,
0: got a little bit uh, more growl.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, I think at, you know, At idle, it's not bad. It's not, you know, might be a little louder than stock. And then when you get on it, it really gets a little aggressive. Starts howling at you. Yeah. Now you have you been out on the highway with it yet? Yes. In fact, I came home on the highway and I even um, went out today. And you know, at running between four and five thousand RPMs, you really between the wind noise you you know it's running but it's not like you don't really yeah it's not like oh my god I'm freaking loud and I can't stand it so and in fact in the in in the in the pipe itself there is muffler and some packing to um, quiet it down gotcha okay but, but no
0: decibel killers or nothing Mm-mm. it's pretty much nope. just wide open apart from that.
2: Pretty much other than the packing, there might be a little silencer in there someplace, nothing I can take out. But it's all, you know, as I said, this is all one piece, all fabricated. So this is kind of like taking, uh, the monster has a mid-pipe. This takes his that and putting like a a whole nother exhaust on. So Do you have to service the packing or is it all sealed up? It's all sealed up, nothing to touch. Nice. So at some point it could blow out. So as soon as it burns out.
0: Just, just get ready. It's loud AF.
3: <laughs> it, it
0: could,
2: it could. So yeah, warranty? Uh no idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And how much? <laughs> it was five and a half. Oh, pricey. Uh not when you get with I mean, some up, of the up ahead of the cat. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a lot of pipe. Because you gotta realize the I know that the monster mid pipe. This itself is almost 300 mm-hmm. So that's even the mid-pipe and the, you know, kind of exhaust. See if it's out there now, Rich, because I just mainly did something. So
1: I do see it. You guys keep talking. I'll try to queue it up. So, All right. See if I can get fancy on the controls. So
0: so another $300 would have netted you a new uh, head pipe. Uh Right about because usually because usually when you're talking about a full exhaust system, you're talking it's like eight.
2: Yeah, so so I mean this includes the the, the head. I won't say the head pipe. There is no it's the, replacing that front pipe.
1: Yeah, it's basically there's there's the, the
2: mid pipe and the the, the exhaust. Yeah, yeah, and the muffler. So I mean, I kind of did two with one, and you really don't see many out there with this, you know, exhaust. It's different with the three coming out the side. You know, most of it's a can. Doc Povert, the two brothers. Um, you know, unless on the old one, unless, I,
0: unless somebody gets them from like like just like the end pipes from like Wish. No,
2: jeez. <laughs> yeah. oh, um, and then and then you you um, look at you know the two brothers is also stainless. So you got like chrome where this is all black except the ends have you know they the kind of um. Left them shiny, so there's a little shine to it, but the rest of it's all black, it's like a matte black, so it fits against that black part of the frame really good. So it's cool, that's kind of why I went with him. And I once I found him and looked at it, that was kind of the one I started going with. Um, so far, my test though, it is louder, it does save weight, as he says. Um, not as much as he says, because probably. I think since I have a short muffler, I have there's a long F three or an F three muffler, and then a short one. I have a short one, so I think if you have the bigger one, you're going to have more weight, um, cooler. I th- I'm going to say it is cooler because I don't have the cat sitting on there radiating heat coming back up. The other thing was supposed to be better gas mileage, and I don't think that's there yet. Well, so, have you really ridden it far enough? Um. I did a 300 miles a day. So. Mm-hmm. I'm We're going sure to need an
0: average, sir.
2: <laughs> We're going to need yeah. some data on that. Yes. Yeah, so what do you need? Another 1,000 miles?
0: I- I'm going to need at least another 25. Okay. All right, Tony.
2: 100,000.
0: 25,000.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. All right.
0: How long is the video? Uh,
2: like six seconds. All right. Here it goes.
0: That's I not see. bad.
2: That is not bad at all. That was from today's ride with using the drift camera. And I was a car uh, just turned and I decided to let it rip. Well,
1: let me ask you, though. How much farther to the red, red line? Because that sounds like you're short shifting a little bit.
2: I'm not sure where it was at the red line. Okay. Probably the first one was probably almost to the red line. Probably the second one wasn't. Hmm. Did that sound a little short to you, Bacon? It did
0: sound a little bit short.
1: One more. Since it sounds so good, of course. Time, work with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that second one definitely sounded short. First one was maybe a little bit short, but probably not that much. I think you got a few more grand to go,
2: but sounds good, wow. though. I like it yeah so it's a little more a uh, little more loud so yeah and I think it has more throttle response too
1: oh and so. it's it sounds really similar to these doesn't
0: it similar mm-hmm. eh, eh, eh. it doesn't have the high pitches that that one does no
1: But that's what I'm saying. I think he's got a lot more revs to go.
2: Uh, I don't think so, because mine red line's at...
1: Oh, maybe it's lower than I thought it was. I, mean, I figure it's like
2: ten five. Oh, no. No? Oh, oh. It red line's... Give me a minute. Let me look it up. I think it's around about 8.
1: All right, you look that up. <laughs> While Brother Bacon warms up because... Speaking of spicy. What? You rode something spicy, didn't you? Maybe a little. bit. It was a little bit spicy. Maybe a little bit. And I, I purposely didn't say anything in the clubhouse because I'm saving it. Oh. It was a lot of chatter. I enjoyed it. I, I took it all in. Uh, saving my
0: comment. Okay. So what did you ride while Johnny looks up his red line? Well, on well, this last Monday, I decided to. You know what? I could take off work for a little bit. Do so what? Off Big enough work early? <laughs> yes, I left work early. Uh-oh. I left work early, headed down to my local Harley-Davidson, which is Boswell's.
2: Did you get on a road glide?
0: Absolutely. I, I've ridden road glides, sir. Did you get on on ridden stre- I've ridden fat bobs, I've ridden street glides. No, sir. You no, got to shoot some hundred, didn't you? Something CVO. You, Of course, I rode the Street 700. Jeez.
2: I'm sorry, sorry, 750. (laughs) Oh, man, bacon. (laughs) Oh, 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 that should be in special places.
3: Hang hang on. on, on. (laughs) I rode
1: the 700, the 900, the 1050, all of them. Yeah, they're all good. All of them.
2: (laughs) Bacon, you took the Triglide out.
0: Hey, hey, I'm getting older. What can I say? No. (laughs) I needed to feel closer to you, man. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll be quiet for a minute. Lay it on us. Well, I rode myself the uh 2020 Livewire. Oh, yes he did. Awesome. Oh, talk about a sexy beast. Now,
1: I haven't ridden it since episode 3 of this podcast. So, my memory goes back a bit, a little bit. So, tell us how
0: glorious was it, or let me let me pause. Was it glorious? Let's start there um there was a very nice big smile on my face <laughs> um mm. I, I mean, like the very first seconds as I'm going through like the uh going through the parking lot, of course, very, very weird where you're not clutching it, you're just rolling on, yeah like it just it's it's really weird, but got over that really quick actually. Nice. And, um, uh, but while I was parked there, uh, guy was trying to get his license plate onto his bike, and so while I'm sitting there, I'm just going through the settings. Notice somebody had it on rain mode. I was like, that just does <laughs> that just will not do. Yeah, like, oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no no no. Now I didn't go all the way to sport mode. Okay, I did not. I did I did take it to road to road. Um, but either way. Who we left that parking lot? He took off because he was on a uh, on a one fourteen Fat Bob. Okay, and then we had another guy on a uh, behind us on a one fourteen that he was test riding. So so the guy leading takes off. I'm like, oh, thank you for opening that can of worms. Because <laughs> <laughs> before you knew it, I passed him. Did he did
1: he <laughs> take off and gun it? Is that what you're talking about?
0: Oh oh yes, he did. <laughs> Oh yes, he did. And I made it a couple blocks and I was doing 80. Wow. Not even, a couple, nice. not even not even a couple blocks. And it was I I was I was floored. I was literally floored on and in just that first block of what this thing could do. Just and so then we instant, made our first right? turn. Oh yeah, it was just, it was, it was, it just ran you. Now, I wanted to try the, the uh, zero to 60, but uh, didn't really have a proper chance to do that because yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see what zero to 60 in three seconds feels like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it, that thing is agile and nimble. It's it, it really is like a naked. And it just, it feels so good like I I just couldn't even tell you I got it, I I remember our almost our last pass I got it up to 100 right after a corner like we made the corner and I just laid on it
1: now from a seating position standpoint though you're that's not that's not what you ride typically so how was that for you it was still comfy
3: much more now, upright
1: your feet way more under you than you're you're used to on either your Dyna or your your dad's Rogue glide
0: oh definitely yeah, because it's rear sets, it's set up on rear sets. So um, about partway through, I started noticing the pressure on my wrists. So you know, squeezed the legs, got rid of that real quick, and it was fine from there. Yeah, are the
1: bars that far down? They seem to be.
0: They're up. No, no, no. It's it's okay. like it, it it is like a uh, naked. Okay. So you're sitting you're sitting a little bit more upright, definitely.
1: Yeah, lean a little forward, but not not too much.
0: Right. I mean, you still need to use your legs a lot more than you do on a cruiser. Yeah. So cool. We well, yeah. Um I mean, I don't know how how often they charge it or anything like that or where it was in the charge on me, but I do know that for a fact I lost at least five to six percent in a few miles. Yeah, so we- say how far was your test ride? How many miles? It's I think I want to say our test ride is maybe about three to four miles. Oh, that's it's it. Not, yeah, it's not big. It's a it's a big square. Yeah, it's not it's not anything major. At a dealership, make four rights. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Because well, it's right near downtown, so it's not like they're going to take you
3: mm-hmm.
0: out of downtown and bring you back in. So it was a. Uh, but yeah, I took it down like five percent, at least. Yeah. Just because of how I was riding it. (laughs) Do you know how? Do you know what region
1: level regen it was set up on and what that felt like?
0: Whatever the setting is for uh, the road. For the road mode, okay. Yeah, and you can you you definitely feel it kick in, like you feel it pull against it. Yeah, I was wondering how much you actually used the brakes and what they felt like. I used the brakes a little bit, but like that was because you know <laughs> needed to woe it on down, <laughs> woe it down a little bit. Well, but it was more like well, I was get, I was coming up to a uh, stoplights. Gotcha. Like oh yeah, Regen's not going to stop me that quick. <laughs> so yeah, That's no, cool. no, it was it was fantastic. Um, you know, ultimate question is you know like. Would you buy the bike?
1: I actually would. Yeah. I guess that's what everyone wants to know. Is it 30 grand good? I would spend the 30 grand on it. Well, the more important question for a company who owns a finance company,
0: how much would you be willing to finance and still get it? Right. And that's the thing, you know, it's, that's, that's always a difficult question, but it's like, if I had like the 3,000, the 30,000 to just sit there and just kind of throw at it. Yeah. You know, that would definitely, I'd just, I'd be like, hell yeah. Well, I think,
1: I think that's easy though. If you had the money, yeah, it's easy to say, if I have 30 grand, I would buy it for sure. But we don't, I don't think any of us have 30 grand laying around just to go buy a motorcycle. Would you be willing to put five grand down and finance that bike? I think that's the bigger question.
0: It's a lot of scratch, you know? Well, see, uh, so for me, that would be, end up being my only bike. Right, so it'd have to do all duties. It'd have to do all duties, and I can't. I wouldn't be able to justify that. I just would not be able to. So no, no bueno for bacon. No bueno on that aspect. <laughs> but it's like if I had the thirty. If I like, like honestly, if I had the thirty grand,
1: I guess it's yeah. a little bit like our eight days a week, right? Money no object. I'll take it for sure.
0: No, oh, by by far, it's it, it is far too fun of a bike. I just don't, you know, and hell, if I were to get rid of, let's say, get rid of my truck, get rid of my other bike. Right. And that's only, you know, and I'm commuting, hell, with what I'm commuting. Be easy. That would be way easy. Hell, I wouldn't, I'd have to charge it up maybe once a week. If that, I just don't, you know, that's just not. But then when you want to take that long
1: weekend trip, you really got to plan out your stops.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, ooh, let's see here. I'm going to stop in this major town, eat. I'm going to stop in this major town. Oh, you know what? Time to eat it's again. A, this is your perfect bike, Rich. You can stop in a- every town at a Starbucks. I'm- exactly. That's where I was just thinking. This is a Starbucks <laughs> bike for Rich. See, I don't,
1: one of the topics we're going to get to later is, is what we can do to help Harley. They need to just partner with Starbucks, put a charging station at every one. Done. Uh-huh. Those things will sell like GS's. Oh, mm. sorry. Why <laughs> right, wouldn't that be fantastic? Just pull in a little juice in the bike, a little juice in yourself. <laughs> Off
0: you go. And that's unfortunately that's a bike you don't really need juice in yourself for. Mm. It doesn't I sound like say. it. You do not. You do not. Uh, it. It kind of left me flabbergasted. Like I was giggling with I was giggling on the uh, with riding the one fourteen fat bob. Right. Like, just the way it hit you. Yeah, do you get right.
1: much character out of it? So the, I guess the thing I like about gas engines is just the character. They all have a personality. They all have a feel. They all evoke a certain feeling. And the live wire prototype kind of had that. It had its own sound. It had its own feel. It wasn't numb, you know, numb, boring, and quiet, which is what you're thinking, like, well, I'm going to go ride an electric bike. It's like, okay, well, there's no noise and it's quiet and there's no gears. There's no, you know, you hear in your mind, you're going, no, 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 until you ride it. And then there's a switch where you're like,
0: oh, wow, this is really cool. (laughs) No, no, no. It's, it, no, no. It's really cool. It's, it's kind of, it does have its own character. Now I can't say that. I can't say that as opposed to any other electric bike out there. Right. As I've never ridden any others. um. Oh, you haven't ridden a zero? I thought you did. I have actually never ridden a zero, but there's no place around here that actually sells
1: zeros. Gotcha. So they're good, fun as well. Just they just don't have as much character. At least the ones I rode. I haven't ridden their new one. I would love to, but I just didn't have that same character to me. It was a lot quieter, and it's still a hoot to ride. Don't get me wrong, but I just i
0: I felt so much more character with the Livewire. Oh, it just just feels so much, I mean, it just feels so superbly made. I mean, just the quality parts and everything that they have on there, the fit, finish, everything on that bike. Yeah. It just screams, I'm ready for sale. I'm not, I'm not just like, it doesn't look like, (laughs) yeah, it doesn't look like somebody put it together in their garage.
1: That's what struck me when I looked it over, when we were down in Daytona back in January, is just, yeah, like the premium not pre- premium so that, that's overused and I won't say fit and finish either but yeah, just the quality of things and how much of it is metal versus plastic. That right. was and another that, thing that struck me.
0: It it, does, it definitely gives it a more solid feel.
1: Like that whole yep. battery pack thing, I expected most of that to be plastic.
0: You almost got to wonder how much, you know, weight savings they could do, but then what how is that how would that change the feel of the bike? And it's probably a part of the cooling system, though,
1: with those heavy yeah. heavy fins.
2: Yeah, that's right. what I was thinking. of Rich, that'd be your cooling, like CPUs and stuff. Mm-hmm. They gotta have ways to disperse, it, disperse that heat. And well, it is well, it is actually a liquid cooled bike.
1: Yeah, in two ways, so that that probably helps to cool the battery, but it's also liquid cooled on top of that.
0: No, the, the the only cooling on there is for the battery. Right. Well, no, the battery and the <laughs> controller and. And the motor, Uh, it all gets hot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you have to worry about the motor and the and and everything else so much because your motor is out in the open as it is. I think that I think that's more air cooled. I think the cool air. I think the liquid cooling is base, so they could keep weight down. Is just for the battery. Yeah, I'd like to see, even though it's a big honking battery. (laughs) I'd like to see the plumbing.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see where it all wraps through. It would be neat to see it. But oh, um, go,
0: go buy yourself one
1: and tear it apart. Yeah. When I get my stimulus check, maybe there you go. <laughs> yeah. Did you play with the menu much? Cause every time I see a video or, or somebody talking about it, they start flipping through the menu and I'm always like, Oh, I wait, I, I want to see more. Oh, I want to see what that option does. And I just find myself wanting to like reach in there and start fiddling. So I don't know how, how much did you fiddle with that menu?
0: ferry? Not a whole lot because by the time I got on the bike and he was putting license plates on, I only had time enough to kind of figure out where, like how to change the modes real quick. Yeah. And literally that only took me about 30 seconds to figure out how to, like what button was doing what real quick. Oh,
1: that's cool. So you didn't feel
0: lost. You just jumped right on, switch the mode and off you went. Yeah, it was actually really simple. And and then it's also a touch screen on top of that. Mm -hmm. So I mean, once you get into the mode, you can tap on the mode and it'll bring, you. well, you can tap on the settings button and it'll bring up the settings for that mode. Nice. So, or you can set up your A, B, and C modes as well. So, so you can personalize whatever modes you want. So it's actually pretty cool. That's cool.
1: And did they spend a fair amount of time going over it with you or was it just like any other test drive? Just kind of toss you the keys? No, they were like...
0: (laughs) They're like, here's the keys. Put that in your pocket. <laughs> just be careful. It's not like anything else you've written. Yeah, don't
1: don't lose this. It's completely different. And I'll see you when you get back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, that's pretty much exactly how it was. Oh, I was actually surprised too with it, with, with with the live wire because I, you know, this is one of the few. Hey, it was it was a promotion. They were just like, hey, come out ride it. No questions asked. You know, we're not going to force you to do anything. Mm-hmm. We're not going to try to get you to buy it. We just want you to try it.
1: Well, last I knew, I, the Harley Davidson and Charlotte wasn't going to take it in the first year. So I don't know if they have them now or not. So I got to take a run over there and find out. Because I, I want to ride it. I'm just itching to ride it. I just haven't had, well, I had an opportunity in Florida, but I
0: didn't have the time. <laughs> well, Rich, come on out here.
1: Maybe I have to go out to Nashville
0: come on out here spend a day out here real quick sign real <laughs> sign yourself quick. up with a couple different names <laughs> real quick how many miles is it from here <laughs> Shh,
1: Just, it just real quick just scoot on over in about like eight hours be fine <laughs> it's nothing big i mean john would do it in a day i'm sure
0: but i think that's an overnight for me <laughs> and we wonder why he takes naps after his rides right hey he's
1: like ah i clicked off 400 and then caught me a
0: cat nap yeah (laughs) i'll be back in about 15 yeah i'll I'll be back from 15
1: we'll do another four he leaves in the morning when it's dark he comes back after dinner it's like uh you know honey i'd put in about 640 miles i think i'm gonna go take a little nap
2: and and you know what she says (laughs) good night she's She's going right ahead (laughs) have fun (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I got, I mean, talking about it, I mean, talking about that. So, went out this morning, left about 10 15, was back by 5 30 ish. She had dinner. She was cooking dinner when I got home, had the garage door open already for me so I could drive in. Mm. Dinner cooking, yeah. ate dinner. Yeah. Go ahead. And sitting there, she goes, I know you get back from ride, you're tired going upstairs.
0: <laughs> okay. You hear this, Rich? You hear this, Rich? He's trying to make us jealous.
1: I hope you take good care of that one.
2: I do. <laughs> I know you do. I, I do. And she just came, she just went into the bedroom and she hears me and she shook her head at me. So.
1: <laughs> Snoring away.
2: So so to answer that question, it's 8,100.
1: Really? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder why. That's That seems low for a triple. Long, I don't know. That's... Long stroke, maybe? Tuned for torque? I don't know.
2: Well, yeah, it, it is because the torques on over is a hundred pounds of torque. Oh, excuse, foot, excuse me. At excuse the wheel me. or at the crank? Excuse
1: me. Uh, probably crank. But that seems low to me. I'm I'm figuring ten, ten five all day. Mm-hmm. Well, not the screamer. Well, BRP really? needs to step up their game and create. Maybe they need a uh, an F three, an F three like SSR, you know, or double R. Something a little more crank it up rowdy. Crank it out a little bit more, yeah. I do like Honda, just put three R's on it.
0: It's because you know what? Overdo Honda.
1: Yeah. Like four. four R's. This is the quad. This is the quad R. Top that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Top that with your little me, 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 me.
0: Me, 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 me.
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, any other high points on the live wire, brother Bacon?
0: Oh, um, it was hard to walk away and not look at it. Like, I just, it was, it was, it was one of those things. You, you, you sit there, you, you look at it. When you first look at it, you're like, okay, that's a little odd, but mm-hmm. kind of, it's still very pretty. It's still a very beautiful bike. It's still very much a Harley, which is cool. Yeah. And then you sit on it. You're like, wow, this feels, it feels wonderful. Then you ride it. And then, when you park it, you're like, oh, wait a second, what am I doing? <laughs> all right, I got to go back to the $30,000 question. <laughs>
1: give, give me a price, all things considered, right? In your current situation, you're going to keep your Dyna. You're not going to do anything with that. You're going to just pick this up as a second bike. How much? Like what? What would what would you be willing to pay? You're like, I really want this. This is a second bike. I want it. I want it. I want it.
0: Twenty five. Uh, Twenty one. That's that. See, that's so. T- that's such a tough question to ask. Because honestly, I mean, I'd sit there and be like, dude, if I could get away with ten, okay, no, that's crazy. You know, if I could get with ten grand, <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. But you know, yeah, no, no, that's completely crazy. But at what point?
1: Um, At what price point do you start thinking, "Okay, I could come up with a few grand, and I could finance this thing, and I could really put this bad boy in my garage." You know, where does it get into that range where you start having those conversations with yourself? Because me personally, I'm half, and I might have the money to buy it, but uh, at 30, I'm out. I'm sorry, I'm just out. I'm I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm half. So you're so you're at like 15. 15, 16, 17. 15, 9, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go figure out how to get the money for this. Right. I gotcha.
0: Because, I mean, when you're talking about you, you're not going to get all the creature comforts of something like a touring vehicle, which is running in your 20s. You're not going to have the creature comforts. You're not going to have the range. Yeah. It, it's just, it's tough. It's <laughs> tough to say for, for me personally. Yeah. You know, now I could see, you know, if they put it up at 20, 21, 22, I could totally see that as well as uh, actually being very much viable from actually moving. them. Oh, I think if, if these are priced at 20,
1: you won't see any, they're just, they're all gone. Yeah. There'll be no test drives. (laughs) They'll be back. They'll be back ordered. It's like, Hey, can I ride a live wire? Well, we sold all of ours and we sold all the ones for next year.
0: Exactly. You know? And, and I see that I see that totally being a possibility now for me personally. Like I said, <laughs> so then that begs the other question:
1: How long do you think before you can actually buy one for twenty, new or used? Two years? Three years?
0: Five? Five years? E, yeah, that's. You know what? I see more like three to four. Yeah, um, I think in three
1: years' time. I think by twenty twenty three. I think you you're about, you're getting a
0: used one around 20. For certain um I I see on the horizon a couple other makers coming out with some. And if it if, and if that price doesn't drop there's no way anybody'll ever get rid of will uh, ever unload them. Yeah. Of course, here's the question though. You know, in 3 years of somebody owning a bike like that, how many miles do you actually Think that somebody's gonna put on it.
1: Oh, I don't know. Thousand. Was what's the average? What, three thousand a year? They say? I think that's probably the number. It's not so, much. Let's say three years time, it's gonna be under ten thousand miles. Or twenty thousand. Now are you interested? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Still a little steep because I know you were talking fifteen.
0: Well, and that's, and that's for me just for how I, what I value in a bike.
2: Well, you got to look at the bigger thing of how much it, you look at it. Okay. It's 20 K. What can I go? If I have 20 K in my pocket, what can I go buy with 20 K? Exactly. That's
0: if, what, and that's what I'm saying. It's do, what do I, I currently,
2: ha- do I currently have a bike? If the answer is yes, then then you can do it. If it's no, what well, it depends on which, where you live? I think your right. riding style and your plans. I mean, if you're just going around town, local roads, or you live like in let's let's put it out here, you live in Asheville, North Carolina, you're in, you're in the roads that you could just go, you know, fifty miles out and fifty miles back, and you're done. Eat them up, yeah. You can eat them up. Now, if you live like you, rich in Charlotte, how long is it going to take you to get to roads to start eating it up? An hour. Okay, now your is dead. He's talking miles. <laughs>
1: Oh, miles!
2: I don't know which bike. <laughs> well, well, no, I'm just saying. Let's just say the charge. If your charge gets you 100 miles, okay, so you get 60 miles out. Well, now you 40. You got 40 miles left.
0: Yeah, Rich doesn't ride longer than 50 miles without a Starbucks.
2: Well, I hate to contradict. <laughs> right. I, I will give you. I'll, I'll sit here and defend Rich. He since he's changed to the to the redhead that has changed, and he now can ride longer. And he doesn't complain. So, so he hey, has so so
0: so he gone a hundred now? Well, he, know, 100 here's
1: 100. how Saturday went. Um, I got up, you know, made the kids breakfast, and I was going down to Greenville, well, towards Greenville, easily, actually, South Carolina. Uh, my brother Kevin and family was down, so I was going to go hang out with them. So that's why I didn't do John's thing, you know, bigger fish on the other line.
2: Mm. Oh, I see where I ran. <laughs>
1: I we... So wow. I, I hopped on the bike and I rode all the way down there without stopping. It's like two hours. You know, Google maps said it was two hours and eight or nine minutes or whatever. And I showed up two hours on the button.
2: Nice job, Rich. You saved eight minutes off.
1: Saved eight minutes and I didn't stop. And I came back home the same way. I left at like ten eighteen, not 10, 18. Sorry. I left probably around 10. Then we stopped for gas when we split off Kevin went you know where he was going and then I got back on the highway so it was 10:18 and it said I was going to be home at 12:18 like I still had 2 hours to go so hopped on the highway it was nice and quiet and I made it home at midnight on the button
2: 19 minutes it was a nice ride. wonder how you saved 18 minutes there rich it was a nice ride <laughs> And I
1: ended up in the middle of a street race by accident. It was Uh-oh. wild.
0: Accident. Quote, unquote, accident.
1: No no, no, no. Here's how it happened. I wasn't racing anybody, but I come off of 85 on the 485, and suddenly there's a lot of traffic. And I'm like, it's damn near midnight. Like, why are there so many cars on this stretch of road? And it goes down by the airport. So it kind of crest over this little hill, start kind of going where you're in parallel with the runway. It's nice and flat and straight. And cars in front of me start slowing down. they slowing down, moving to the right. I'm like, okay, that's annoying. Go around them. Next group of cars slowing down, moving over. Okay, go around them. And then I see it. Two cars lined up side by side, and they just nail it. One of them was like some super modified um, Nissan GTR, and the other one was some exotic. I don't even know what it was. I mean, they went off like dragsters, and they just Disappeared down the road. Oh, 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 they were doing a rolling drag. It was oh. amazing. We were already going eighty miles an hour, and they just
2: vanished. And, and you didn't try to keep you up? Hell no! Hell no! Not with my bike. No way.
1: Oh, it was crazy. I'm started looking around. I'm like, oh, there's a Hellcat. There's a ZL1. Oh, that's a Shelby.
2: Just I crazy cars. saw that. Um, so you know, cars and coffee that happened. And that's here in Raleigh, the first Saturday of the month. Well, five forty around Raleigh. Mm-hmm. I'm going someplace, and they're doing the same stuff. And there's like about five of them. They're just there were four of them lined up, and they're sitting there slowing down. I'm like, oh come on! So I went around. I mean, I wasn't trying to. And I was in the I was in the WRX. I'm just like they're doing this. I know what they're doing, and I'm just like they can. They're slowing down, and I'm like. I moved over to the lane, and I'm just like, kept right on going. And then it came flying by me.
1: So it was just funny. I kept weaving my way through traffic, and then I had a front row seat for the event. It was kind of cool. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had my camera on. I was like, duh, this would be cool. But that GTR GTR was shooting out massive flames. Like, every time it shifted, it was wild to see. It was like straight Mm. out of that scene from Cars.
2: It was cool. It was fun. Oh yeah! Nice, yeah. nice. Good ride home. Sounds like it was, and yes, bacon. So Richie has now upgraded. So, so I just gotta work on a little harder. I wonder if I can get him to do that Iron Butt. I wonder if he's getting yeah. there.
0: No, I, I don't see that. I wonder if he's getting there. I don't see him doing that for at least a number of years.
1: Well, I can run the bike out of fuel now. That's 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 but- not too hard.
2: Now, now the question is: You can run out of fuel. Can you get back on it and do it again?
1: That's the hard part. I don't know. Probably not. Okay, but I didn't have anywhere else to go. I just, like I said, I two hours down, got to Greenville. I was did our day, and then I rode home, and that was
2: it. We'll try that one day, Rich. We'll, we'll come down there. And we're going to do uh, two fuel tanks back to back. Okay, and come back with two fuel tanks. That'd be half an hour, but
1: and then I'll get my certificate.
2: And I'll give you a pat on the back. Half.
0: It's a
1: half.
2: It's <laughs> only half, right? mm You get
0: a, we'll call that the copper butt.
1: It's like three quarters, because can do like 100 and a half on a tank.
2: All right, so that's 300, 600. Well, yeah. That's so you 600. get six, 600. And nice, easy. Can You do? You know, if you can do 500 and you're ready to go, then hey. Oh,
0: so, so we go, so we move from copper to brass. Congratulations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, not even in the precious metals yet. <laughs> I won the brass, Megan. I won the brass. <laughs> Woo! So yeah, when I can do when I can do 500 in 12 hours, then we'll uh, we'll think about it.
2: You can I do it. S- it's just, it's just the hard part is, and I know this is the part that sucks. You hate interstates, and that's what's going. To, that's what's not. You're not going to be able to do. Yeah, it it, it makes you sleepy.
0: Yeah, I get
1: I get bored and I have to start passing cars because I just get bored to tears. And it's not the bike for that. Like I was actually thinking on the way home, like, I would love to have a street glide right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting here on the highway, just kick back and roll along at like 80 miles an hour. It's like, no, I'm all I'm cramped up in like track position, you know, passing cars at speeds you shouldn't because i'm bored
2: it's fun well out will ride today there's and this is go to the topic that we can probably move into with talking about harley i saw a lot of bikes out today probably yeah. almost all of them were harley and the most of them were i would say half of them were two up nice but i gotta tell you i was following some of these bikes going through the twisty terms. Oh, dear. <laughs> One guy finally pulled over. Let me go by.
1: Yeah.
2: It because, was out there for the scenery. Come on, John. I mean, but the sad part is when you go in a turn and you don't see the person lean, you're like, you need to lean the bike a little bit. It's. I mean, you're barely leaning the bike.
1: Oh, slow down.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Leaning so. is plan B.
2: <laughs> so I'm just watching this and I'm just like sitting back and I'm like,
1: do, 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 do. do. Well, to be fair, you don't lean either. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> ouch. <laughs> well, he does. He leans just
2: out. Yeah. Sorry. You're good. You're, you're good. You're okay. I see how it is. <laughs> but, but at least I go a little faster.
1: There goes my iron butt planning partner. Uh, did, you no? did you fix your seatbelt? Did
0: you fix your seatbelt on there, John? Oh, now you're just being mean.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I had to. Okay. Bacon, I know
2: your wife's phone number. I know. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I'll call her up and tell her you you've been picking on me. Uh, she's actually listening. <laughs> she, you, you, might, you might end up in the doggy house.
0: I'm already there. It's a, it's okay. It's comfortable. Oh
2: well, okay. Well, it might. You got the in-house doghouse or the outside doghouse right now? Well, there's only one. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. All so right.
1: you guys want to talk about Harley a little bit? We could. We we we, could we have to? to, or a little bit more. Oh, Ouch! Ouch! Do we have to? Do we have to? Come on, John. I still, you, you rode one. Yes, I did. That's what you learned on. That was your training wheels.
2: That is correct. So, so we're talking about, so you want to talk about what they need to do?
1: Well, what I want to talk about is that they have a new CEO now who has proposed a new direction and we want to offer some suggestions.
2: That's what I want to do. So let me, let me, and I think I threw this out. If I may take a stab at something. Okay. okay. So let's look at something Can-Am did. Okay. Let's not. <laughs> Why not? Go ahead. They looked at their stats on who's taking training classes. Who's taking the rider's course? They're right. out half out of 10,000, I think the number was 10,000, half of them are females. So what did they do? They built a bike... That met that requirement. The Riker hit the price point of 10K, and they keep, can't keep them on the showroom. Right? That's they played smart. So Harley needs to stop. You know, stop trying to you know put all these charge extra five grand for the Harley name. If they want to sell bikes, they got to make something that's dependable, reliable, with their name on it. For a reasonable price, because people don't have twenty thousand dollars to go drop on a bike.
0: All right. Well, technically they have that. They've what had it, it forever. They've had the what Sportsters. They've they they've had the Sportsters. They've had the Dynas. All right. Um, you could always go out. Um, there was always now a Heritage. You could probably get a year year older one for what fifteen.
2: Okay. I don't All think right.
0: they're much more than that new. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look, the heritage, the heritage on its own was like fifteen, maybe sixteen, and that was fully set up for touring. The
1: Softail right the standard bat. is thirteen five.
2: Okay. So okay, so why are they selling them?
1: That's a different question, but I'm saying they, they do have options.
2: That comes okay. more to an image thing, really.
0: People look at them and think, oh, they're heavy. I can't handle that. That's the thing. Okay. That's a, I think that's a lot more of the problem. I think that between, between they look at it and seeing it's heavy and all other than that, their own preconceived notions, perhaps.
1: Yeah. But I think, I think John's on the right path though. Like can am was looking at what they saw happening around them. So people coming to do the classes, you know, 50% were female. A lot of them were first time riders. So I think, I think it's a little more than just, they went and built the Riker. I think they, you know, asked a lot of questions, you know, got, gathered even more data, figured out what people wanted or what they thought they wanted or what they said they wanted and said, yep. okay, well, let's put it out there and, and see if that's what it is. And it looks like they're So
0: what data. it is, they were too afraid to be on two wheels or maybe they most of them, maybe they don't no, want no to. And, and, and honestly, exactly. No. And that's, and that's a fine, that's a fine statement. Right. It's okay. You know, hey, they're filling that need. Well, let's, fine.
2: Let's go with the aspect that these most of them are female riders, and this is what I've seen. You see their husband riding a two-wheel bike, probably Harley, some type of cruiser, or something, and here comes the wife behind on the Riker. Now, no, like I said, is, 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 it the, is it the weight, the bike? Or let's even throw out another thing. Does a guy want to say, "Well, yeah, I want you on a bike, but yeah, I don't want you on three wheels. I rather or t- on two wheels. I rather have you on two three wheels, kind of thing." Or she doesn't have the confidence to be able to control
0: the bike. Well, that could you know. be said about any. I, I'd say that can be said about anybody when they first start to learn. Yeah. Um, you know, frankly, that's that's the truth. That can be said about anybody. And whether or not you choose to get past that or not, that's totally up to you. And that's fine. Like I said, Can Am is filling that need. Yeah. Right. And that is
2: fine. And 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 the fact is, is that they, you know, because they realize also going along they realize that people come looking at a spider and say, well, how much is that? And they'll be like, 20,000. Ooh. You know, that's nice. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Let me walk away. And that's the other thing they saw. I mean, that's the other thing with the Riker. You know, you can get it, you know, the top nine for, I think, 10.5 out the door. I mean, I would say out the door, 10.5 before all the extra stuff. So, and you got all those color panels that can enter. Customize. Excuse, customize that you just buy the color panels and they snap in and step off. So, you, you got instant... C- Custom design. I mean I saw one at the dealership that a guy took a Riker and totally like ducked this thing out. I mean it was just like overboard.
1: Yeah. No, it gives you a place to start. And I think that's what Bacon was getting at with the Sportster is there's always it's, been the ten or sub ten thousand dollar bike to get you started, get you in the door. And and heck, they used to have this program where if you bought a Sportster or I guess it was any bike, and you wanted to trade up within a year to the next model, they would give you what you paid for it. So if you bought a Sportster for, you know, ninety five hundred or whatever, and a year later you wanted a Fat Bob, they would give you ninety five hundred towards your Fat Bob, and they take the Sportster back. Oh, so that those programs have existed. I don't know if they still have that, but
0: the, I'm sure I'm sure those programs are actually gone. I don't I don't think I've ever seen those anymore um but yeah no those programs have always been there and let's face it what is of all bikes across the board i don't care if you're talking sport bikes you're talking cruisers you're talking doesn't matter what you're talking what is the one most customizable bike of all of them it's the sportster i, I mean say the different. one the one you build yourself <laughs> well it's no I'm just saying it's been around for so long yeah have just about every company makes this and that for it and whatever it doesn't matter how you can go online find people that have extra whatever oh I just want to change it up and there's just tons of used parts out there that are still great in great condition it's just all over the place that is the one most customizable bike of them all
1: yeah but here's the challenge if if I only if I want to spend ten grand or less on a, on a bike, I want to get into it, but I'm not drawn to the Sportster at all. Then Harley has nothing other than the Street and the Street Rod, which well, looks similar then, but
0: water cooled. Well, then technically, then neither does Can Am. They have the Riker, and that's it. Right. Um, Let me see here. Yamaha has what the Bolt. Well, they, they have a couple. About. They have a couple other offerings, but. Oh no, I, no, but, no. But let's say if you're looking at like a cruiser, I mean, well, what do you have? I mean, what are you wanting? No,
1: if you're going Yamaha, you could get an entry level sport bike, an entry level standard, an yeah, entry exactly. level
0: naked, an entry and level that's, cruiser. Mm-hmm. And that comes to my point of well, what should Harley do? Right. I think with the direction that they were going. Or you have a you have a modular engine. I like the idea of a new power
1: plant. I thought that was a good idea. I think the electric is still a good idea, although, you know, execution remains to be seen. But now the new CEO is saying, screw all that noise, bread and butter, baby. Right? Isn't that effectively what he's saying?
0: Yes, yes, and no.
1: Have I so, distilled it a little
0: too simply? I think so. Because um, in one aspect, I think like this whole pandemic thing helped Harley because they were able to refocus. I never un, I never once understood why they would release bikes in August. Not once. You know, I get that they were wanting to kind of get a, either be ahead of the curve or just do their own thing. But when you're doing it most most of the way towards the end of a riding season, right. You know, it just seems really weird. Well, even though you're calling man, it the next, even though you're calling it the next year's bike,
2: yeah. Car manufacturers do the same thing; they l- release some late. Well, you've got yes, you got your can you auto show. Dr- can you drive
0: a car year season. round. And you can drive both- a car year round. You can't all it, in most places of the world. You can't drive a ride a bike
2: year round. All right, so they release the bikes in august they announce them that gives them time to retool so but when you come out to the next spring yeah yeah. they're on bikes are there they're on dealer floors by september or october oh okay well then harley does it then harley's doing it differently because i know other manufacturers you know announce it and then it's not until that next spring before you see them on the showroom floor
1: Right. Exactly. Right, that's and, you're right. European Japanese companies, that's what they do is right. Yeah, you see them during the bike show circuit, but
2: you can't buy them till the spring. And, and then to go to the fact talking about the pandemic and hurting <laughs> I I have seen a news article and I know talking at the dealership over here, recreation vehicle sales are up and the sales manager told me over at Sporteurs that last month was they sold like eighty some units and usually they sell fifty. Well and so, that was so, so, and so, so that was kinda of 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 of, of, that's, that's kinda of thing I was looking at though.
0: I mean they they were not tooled to build yet. Cause what what is it what is it like around like I think it's like around July or so is when they re start retooling for the new bikes. Yeah, there's some kind of summer break where that gets done but they start retooling then. And so for them to have to push it off, to push off, you know, um, the Bronx and the Pan America in one way, it kind of helps them to, to relook at what they're doing and how they're releasing it. And they did. And they're saying, you know what, we're going to go back in line. We're going to get back in line with most of the rest of the, uh, industry.
1: I don't know. I think if they're pushing off those bikes, I think that's just, that's going to be too much time passed. It's the live wire feels like that. It feels like, yes, but at least it's not four years. It feels like that thing should have come out two years after the, the prototype stage ended. And who knows? I might've had one if it came out that quick. But now things are different. My situation has changed, and it's not even a thought now.
2: So they'll just have to figure it out. Um, and if they're changing a wave going back to the bread and butter, well, that's where they're going to go, and they need to not worry about trying to get the millennials in there. And the younger generations that don't want to spend, you know, the buku bucks on a bike. Mm. You know, well, and... And the and whole idea half. of a
0: hundred new, a uh, hundred new bikes in in, however long they were saying before ten, ten years, yeah, a hundred new bikes in ten years, that's just absurd. I, I honestly thought that was always absurd. Somebody should have
1: slapped them when that that first came out. Like, someone should have just been like, "You're an idiot!
0: Like, just stop! Like, <laughs> let's just end it right here." Well, it's just, it's just, I get it. I mean. But what are you going to do? If are are you considering new new bikes? Like what they had the breakout, and then they did a rebadging, um, another color. They did a rebadge Well, well, they did a rebadge with a couple little small changes, and all of a sudden you have the FXDR.
1: This one's black.
0: This is the FXDR. Oh wait, it's got clip-ons. You I know? Don't know?
1: Didn't didn't I hear that the FXDR is not coming back? Exactly.
0: Man, that was short-lived. The FXDR was around for what two years?
1: I think so. Two yeah, years. It's not been long.
0: Yeah, two years. They cut that one. Um, I believe they also cut the the deluxe and the breakout.
1: Well, and maybe to, to get to your point about the Sportster, maybe we're looking at this all wrong. Instead of having many models, you just need a platform. Like, look at the Sportster line now, and I don't know if this is, like, beautiful simplicity or that it's going away or maybe they're redoing it, but there's only four of them now. Basically, two irons, an 83 and a 1200. There's the 48 and the Roadster, and that's it. That is it. That's all that was never needed. I mean... But, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at is, like, that is the Sportster platform. If you want to ADV it, here's your ADV kit. If you want to cafe racer it, here's your cafe kit. You want to get a little sporty, here's your sport kit. So maybe instead of all these different models, they really need to look at, you know, I hate to say the accessories market, but let's just have a soft tail, like the soft tail standard. And maybe you have a couple of other sub models. But if you want it to look like this, here's the kit you add to it, but we're just going to crank out soft tail standards and you can make them the way you want. Instead of having all those sub models and sub brands that don't last, not sub brands, but you know, special models that just don't last. Then you have all these one-off parts that you can't really get. So the FXDR was made for two years, you know, good luck finding parts for that 10 years from now. Right. (laughs) You know, like well, it, the one-off fender that is only for that bike. You know, that kind of thing.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it is one-off and it's super wide because what is it? It's a 180 on it? No, no, it's wider than that. Wider than that,
1: yeah. It's two, 200, two-something. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a 2, 210
0: back there. I think it's huge.
1: So that that's kind of what I was wondering is you just need a good base bike and then a lot of choice to make it how you want it. And... You know the hundred bikes in ten years, whatever nonsense. Yeah, just can that
0: move on. So, in the Softail line, they had nine different bikes. Nine, just in that lineup. So then, I mean, that's crazy. I count eleven. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not talking about like variation, like 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 act- like variations of a certain bike. Right, <laughs> they it was the because you had the lowrider s. Well, let's deluxe. Just, just go down the list: standard, street, bob. Well, well, I'm, that's why I'm going. I am going down the list: lowrider s, deluxe, softail, slim. Which is just, I mean, it's still kind of like your lowrider. Just
1: mm, that's not like a lowrider. It is. It's more like a deluxe. Is it? Because it has the fatter forks, more yeah. like the cruiser forks, different tank, different fender.
0: Okay. Then you had the Sport Glide, the Fat Bob, the Breakout. There's the Rider. Okay. Heritage Classic, the Fat Boy, the Street Bob, FXDR, Softail Standard. Yeah, that's 11. But isn't the Softail standard the exact same as the? Uh, I mean, it, it's pretty much exactly the Street Bob, which just chrome instead of blacked out. Didn't we discuss that before?
1: Um, yeah, it's it's chrome, not blacked out. Different forks. The
0: bars look to be the same. Wheels are the, different. No, forks are the same. No, forks are the same. This is just just, blacked out. It just blacked out on this on, on the Street Bob.
1: Well, they're black and they have the rubber. And the boots. The yeah, boots. that's all. Mm-hmm. Well, they could be different forks. Well, okay. Sure. Yeah, so they're blacked out. But the, the wheels are different, too. Yeah, I think you have a thicker wheel on the Street Bob. Oh, no, the wheels are. Oh, the tire is different. The wheel is probably the same. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, no, no, so no, they're, sim- probably have a, they're similar.
0: You probably actually have a bigger wheel on the Softail Standard than you do the Street Bob. The Street Bob probably actually has a smaller wheel.
1: Yeah. So yeah, but they're showing 11 models currently, so if the FXDR goes away, and what's the other one? Didn't I hear there's another one going away? The Deluxe. So that would take it down to nine.
0: And the Breakout. The Breakout's going away? The Breakout is going away. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was a good seller. Apparently not. It it, 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 unfortunately it's one of those bikes that falls along in that whole chopper line, like the OCC kind of chopper line where it's like really raked out and got the big back tire, you know, people, well, are tired of seeing, people are tired of seeing it. Yeah. It's not raked out it just has a
1: bigger front wheel. Cause it's the same rake as the fat boy, just the fat boy has the same size tire front and rear. Yeah. So the, the breakout sort of took over from the deuce after they replaced it with that. What the hell was that thing? Oh uh, man. I totally forgot what that thing was.
0: I forget. I the, do forget forget. It was not the rocket.
1: What's well, up with an R with a rocker.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the rocker C after the deuce, <laughs> it was the rocker
1: and then the breakout. So if you follow, it's kind of that lineage. Yeah.
0: Which I was, I was never a fan of that bike personally.
1: Yeah, I would. I had compared them side by side for a long time after it came out, and I was like, "No, I'm I'm happy with the one I have."
0: It just it's just like like why would you change? Yeah,
1: the rocker seat I didn't get that little perch seat thing was like <laughs> <that> was weird. <laughs> that was weird.
0: Well, they were going futuristic, man.
1: Ah, uh, but the FXDR is not going to make it. That's I don't know. I, a lot I, of people I, like that bike. I'm not sad about it personally. It's different. See, that's the thing. Anytime there's something different,
0: it doesn't last. And that's it's not that it's it's not that it's different. It's really not that different. They put a different fender on a breakout. Mm. With clip-ons. That's yeah. really what they. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, ah, no. The body no, work
1: put... is different. The body work, the exhaust, it's all different. It's not enough different. Forks are upside down. Come on.
0: It's not enough different. It's just not enough. I mean, Uh, visually, it's a lot different. It's like somebody hopped up a breakout. Okay, so there you go. It's not that much different in my eyes. All right. And like I said, in my eyes. For other people, they could, you know, it's like you get to... you know, that's why for me, it's like a, in a take it or leave it kind of situation. I say, leave it. It wasn't my style of a bike that I like. No, but the the thing is, it was excitement and
1: case in point, I went to the dealership just to see that bike when it came out. I had no other reason other than I wanted to see it. What was it? Oh, I wasn't okay. going to buy it. I didn't want to really ride it. I just, I wanted to see it. It came out. I wanted to go see it. It took me into the dealership. Why wouldn't you keep a bike like
0: that around? Okay, I didn't buy it. Maybe well, that's why. <laughs> well, for one, you didn't buy it, <laughs> and two, I didn't plan to buy. It. Two, you had a breakout, so of course that bike intrigued you. No, I had a deuce, not a breakout. Oh, I'm sorry. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's. 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 It's the progression of the bike. Is what it is, and it was. You, you know, it was just the next progression of the bike that you had. Sure, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's like, hey, if you had a, um, if I was buying today, yeah, I guess I you know saying. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it it falls in line with that bike that you had that you loved. But if you're not about that style of bike, yeah, eh. and a lot of people weren't. I mean, they ran through the breakout, the Rocker C, all of those. In pretty quick fashion, and they're all gone. Yep, they, like in like where every other bike lasts what five, six years at least per run. Those didn't last.
1: Yeah, seven. I think it was seven years on the deuce, and the rocker was what six. I think they made it for that long. Six but years. Yeah. But anyway, so let's let's get into the meat of this.
0: I have suggestions.
1: You have suggestions. I'm, I'm a little tired of people just grousing about Harley Davidson and the industry and not offering any, let's say, suggestions with a little meat on the bone, other than what appears to be a joke or just more dirt and face. So, I have a couple of ideas, and I know you do bacon. So, where do you want to start? Go ahead. My first one is resurrect the sub brand. So look at what Ducati's done with the scrambler line. So they took basically the old, what is it? The old monster, the old air old monster engine, put it in a bike and made a whole sub brand around that chassis and platform. So that kind of thing, like a sub brand within Harley, that's just all for, a different demographic. I don't even want to put a target on it, but just, uh, just say a whole different demographic. Oh, they already had that. And maybe this and they is, they scrapped a, it. Well, but hold on. Maybe this is a reboot of Buell, but not with Eric, but with like, you know, younger people, fresh ideas, something completely different. That, that would, that would be my idea. You know, maybe take that platform, the, the new modular platform, and just go crazy with that make it a sub brand.
0: So you think they should bring back the XR?
1: No, no, none of that
0: new. This is going to be all new. Well, what kicked off the, uh, what kicked off like, like, uh, like Ryan F9 said, what kicked off most of your scramblers and flat trackers and stuff like that nowadays, that was the XR. Right. But they did.
1: That was still based on the Sportster. I'm saying, Take that modular platform and the electric bikes, and you make a sub-brand. And I'll take it a step further. Forget the dealers. Forget the dealers. Okay? They can have what they have today. Keep making your cruisers and baggers. Keep selling them. Have fun. This has got to be one of two things. Corporate stores. Like, these are corporate-owned stores that sell these. Or more like the franchise model. You know, heck, let let the multi-brand dealers pick it up and sell it. And if the current dealers want to take it, fine. But, like, don't push it. Don't make them take it. Don't shove something down their throat they don't want. It's going to go the way of Buell. It's going to go away of all the other stuff they don't want to sell. It's going to sit in the corner and collect dust. So,
0: it's like a three-pronged approach. That's going to be difficult. Sub-brand. That's going to be a lot more difficult. Well.
1: It's not. This didn't happen in a day, right? I'm not talking about they're going to fix this next year. I'm saying if I'm sitting in the captain's seat and I'm pulling the strings from a casual outsider who doesn't have any inside knowledge, I don't know squat about how the company runs, so this is just, right, just mouthing off basically. But (laughs) as a motorcycle enthusiast and someone who follows the industry, this is what I would do. I would just make a sub brand and carve it off of your bread and butter because those two markets don't want to mix. I think that's pretty clear.
0: Okay. Um, kind of to that line, I almost think they have to redo uh, dealer contracts altogether.
1: I say leave it. That part's not broken. The people that want to buy a cruiser or a bagger are still going to go there and buy them. Like, don't Don't disrupt
0: that. Well, so either one, they're either going to sell and make and sell other types of bikes, right? Yeah. But in order to do that, they have to put others next to it. You see what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying not do that. Oh, no, no, no. They have to. You want to say, hey, come buy my bike over theirs? You have to put the others right next to your bike. Well, that's what I mean with the franchise model.
1: You know, let, let like sport Durst where, where John goes for his spider, right? If they want to become a new, whatever new brand to be named later from Harley, if they want to become a dealer for it, you can, here's the contract, sign up. Here's our requirements. Here's, we'll ship you some bikes. Here you go. Have fun.
0: Well, that's why I'm saying they have to redo the dealer contract. I get I get the point of the dealer contract how they have them set like, hey you have this bike for so long when you sell it, or if you don't sell it within this amount of time you have to just pay us this amount of money.
2: So to go along with Rich's talk here, Capital Power Sports, Rich has worked into some agreement. I'm not sure completely with Harley, but they are now they have Harley's on the uh, on the floor. I'm not sure are if they're they used. used. that I don't know.
0: They're most likely used. They're probably used or some type
2: of a lease or something. I don't know. I know they're not like, Hmm. I don't think they're brand new, but they have worked out some deal where they got, because they changed um, finance managers. And this guy used to be, I think worked at Harley in a finance manager, and he came over there. So he kind of added Harley to the floor. Yeah. So you got people come in there and buy it, um you know. And I'll, I'll throw this one out with Harley. Kind of another thing, Yamaha took I think a beating on that looter in a Venture. They that one I think fell flat in her face.
0: Oh yeah, I I don't think I I don't even think I've ever seen one of those on the road.
2: I mean, I was I had hoped that Yamaha was going to you know I know what they were trying to do, but they f- fell flat, and I think. And Rich, I know you wrote it. I think the problem was is they killed that motor. They they didn't let it open up. I think that was part of the problem, am I right?
1: Yeah, it didn't it didn't jive. Like it, it seemed to really want to run and then, it, then hit the rev limiter. It's like Right.
2: I don't know. And and, and I know, you know, I was when you wrote they finally sold, I think it sat on the showroom floor for two years. And when I talked to the service manager or sales manager, he said they weren't getting any more in. Mm. He says we're selling gold wings. We're selling more gold wings. And that's and that's what I've heard too. But I guess my my point here is Began, this
1: is a little different than cars. Like you know if you want to buy a certain car, you go to that car dealer. I mean there are multi-branded mega places and there are Obviously, multi branded for used cars, but in the motorcycle world, it seems like there's multi branded dealers and then there's Harley. So, why not have a franchising model where a Capital Power Sports or somebody like that? Uh, what is the one here now? Team Charlotte Motorsports yep. can, can be also become a Harley dealer. So, I'm walking through and I can look at them all.
0: I can right. look at the Japanese, but what I'm look is at the European models. S- so what, so what I'm saying is, with those with those power sports dealers, do they have to uh, put in a promissory note of where of they're going to buy this bike? That dealer is going to buy this bike for this amount of money if it's not sold for this amount of time? Or is it, hey, it's just bought at one simple price. Everyone gets to buy it at this one simple price. Done. Out the door. Or is it given to them? taken back if it's not sold, how do they do it? Because Harley, yeah. each dealer has to buy their set of bikes that they're going to sell.
2: And they, buyer, they have a lease program where they got paid monthly lease floor space on that bike. I, okay. I
0: know it's, it's pretty much bought out. Like, like If you don't sell it within a certain amount of time, you're buying it out done.
2: I think there's some type of lease that you pay. Now, now here's here's the next thing. Now, Rich, I hear your idea about this sub brand. I buy sub brand X that from this dealership. Is a if a, if I have an issue with it, can I go down to a local Harley dealership and they're gonna work on it for me? Or do I have to go back to the dealership I bought it from or whatever? That's so that, what are you gonna do about that?
1: Well the same kind of thing. Like the multi brand dealers usually work on all the bikes.
2: They do, but Harley only works on Harley.
1: Well, you're not so, going to the Harley store. That's all. I'm saying. Okay. All right. Yeah,
2: so I,
1: I wouldn't mix the two. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get into any of that. I'm just saying, I'd- leave leave with the current stuff running as it is, and I would start up something completely new alongside of it. And if they want to partake, they can, but they're not forced to because we're going this way.
0: I just think if you're going to get it, the only way you're going to get a Harley into a power sports dealership new is the contracts have... Everybody's contracts have to be restructured. Right. But okay. these won't be
1: Harleys. These will be something different. Just made by Harley. So it'll be... Well, we use the Buell name because they did it, right? So it's it's Buell by Harley-Davidson. Sold everywhere.
2: So same thing with like Polaris is doing with Indian. It's Polaris, but the Indian dealer, they're, well, they're at multi-dealerships, but you can buy them at multi-dealerships. Like, example, of where Rich is going is, um, Rich up here at Garcia's, here in Raleigh. Right. It's the BMW. Ducati, KTM. Ducati, yeah. KTM, Indian. They're in that showroom.
1: Right. Well, and in, you see Indian at multi-branded. Dealerships Dealership as well, like and,
2: and standalones.
1: uh What is it? Ride now and and Concord is has Indian, but it's you know it's like its own little showroom within the the main area. But but that kind of thing. Like let let's open it up to other places so I can cross I can cross shop. I can walk around, look at I can look at sport bikes and trail bikes and ADVs and all kinds of stuff and side by sides. And oh, you know what? Maybe I really just want a awesome cruiser. You know? Oh, there's no Harleys here. I gotta drive over there to the Harley only store.
2: Well, it's the same model of car dealerships. You want an Audi, you gotta go to the Audi dealership. You want a Chevrolet, you gotta go to Chevrolet.
1: Yeah, but that that's what I I said before is it's not the same as cars because there okay. are multi branded Power Sports dealers. There's lots of them.
2: There is. Okay. So, Bacon, what's your idea? Oh,
0: oh man. First off, let's kill off trying to do. Let's, unless you're coming out with something big, big changes, let's not do big reveals. Let's face it. Hey, we just did, we're doing our dealer show. Look at the brand new colors we have you know they're trying to make they're tr- they're making too big of a deal over new colors they're they're not really looking at a new tech that they're do- that they're putting into their bikes but do you right? think you think that's just a tradition of hey we get
1: together every year bring the dealers together and set the plan for the year and part of that getting together is here's the product
0: but if they're not but then what's the big deal great you got new colors they're not they're not working towards actually bettering the bikes other than yeah. colors. Yeah. And this is, this is why I wanted to stay away from the conversation you guys had
1: earlier about the dealer contracts. Cause I know nothing about them. I really just wanted to look at it from an outsider's perspective.
0: Well, no, and that, and that, but that's what I'm saying. If they're going to take those bikes, even, even as a subset of bikes, they're going to have to rebuild every dealer's contracts. Because if you're going to get a power sports place to take on even that sub brand, that's that's also going to be end up possibly sold at a at a single Harley dealership. Not even right. You have to redo everyone's, so they all have the same deal. Okay. You can't.
2: We, you, I think we've beaten this the horse to death <laughs> enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's all all right. I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, otherwise you're giving the power sports places a better advantage than your brick and mortars who have been there.
1: Yeah. And so that's it's, all. it's, it's a complicated thing. And I think it's, it's a little bit of a fool's errand to say that, you know, we know what to do. Cause I won't say that, but I think we know a lot what of, not to do. Yeah. I think a lot of people have <laughs> ideas that that's worth kicking around and maybe someone's listening and they can, they're in a position to do something about it.
0: No we and, can only hope, and if not,
1: then I'll keep riding my my Japanese bikes in the meantime
0: I think I, I think they need to keep new brand new models coming, actual new models personally. that's my big thing. They don't need cut out cut out a bunch of the frivolous models, keep new models in and keep moving. yeah, move forward. I like that idea.
1: Make a really solid platform. And offer some some other customization op- options, or you know, let people change them themselves. Oh, know, if it
0: doesn't, if it doesn't work for a year or two,
2: move on. Yeah. Well, I think they. Oh no, they already have a entry level. I mean, they need. I I think the interesting one was where the Bronx was coming in. I think they were going to grab the. My thought was you're going to grab the sport bike type people, enthusiastic people to bring them in. If you Same can, thing they be, brought it in at the right price. Right. Right. And, and you got to do multiple, you know, levels. And, and I know we talked about, you talk about motor platform, Rich, you know, let's go to Yamaha and they use that 900 motor across three bikes. Yep. You know, they're using a tracer, uh 900 and a GT. Uh the Nikon and the MT09. And the SR nine hundred. Yeah. So so I mean you're well there's four bikes then. Well because, and that's kind of is, is, and that's is, is exactly it, what they were doing. Uh,
0: that's exactly what they were trying to do with the with the with the uh with the Revolution Max.
2: So I mean and, and bring it in. You know, that's if they want to bring in that. And you're right about colors, and is that big thing? And then the other thing talking about dealer network, dealer shows. That's what KM does. They don't do it. during a big thing. They have their dealers come in and they do a big old, you know, here's what's happening, release what they're showing, and they're done. So yeah, and sorry, bacon. I didn't,
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to derail you there. So f- finish your thought there.
0: No, no, no. Honestly, that that really is my thing. That's that's my whole thing right there. You know. Okay. That rev- the revolution max is their future right now. And they need to keep online with that and they need to push it. They need to push it harder than they've ever pushed anything. Yeah. That between that and the live wire and trying to build up the live wire better, like get a che- get other cheaper models out. Yeah. We need to see a twenty twenty $20,000 live wire. Like, yeah. To, like soon. Exactly they need to do it they need to do that and they need to push those a lot harder than they push new colors but
1: this is where i think i mean this is where i think you you got to somehow you got to get away from the same old same old and new stuff
0: through the same dealer network has not worked so that's because they that, that's because they don't push them and they don't punish them for it as well they're like
2: listen push
0: the new line
2: but why should we? We got our street light over there. That's our bread and butter, right? Bike, and this is what right. everybody they, wants.
1: They sell. They sell what they, their customers want, and they don't. They don't want to be distracted by the other stuff. I don't. I don't want to speak
0: for the dealers, but okay. Um, offer limited amounts of them. Stop. Stop trying to make so many of them. How about that one?
2: Then you're going to change the supply and demand, so then the price is going to go up. They're not going to be willing to negotiate, but I'll, I'll give you the fact that I think let's go another round of spec. Let's talk about, and I've said it before, what does work good for Harley is demo rides. Bacon was able to go down to the Harley dealership. Yep. And ride Very easily. And ride the live wire. No qualms ask. You cannot go that into the power sports store. No, Nope. Nope. Not happening. And, but they're selling them. Right but i mean we can cuz we
1: know people but you know every every other on, every other rider out there
2: can't just go out and say well it depends on the bike you want to ride even though you know people it depends on the bike you, it it is you know so so it's hit and miss but a harley you can walk in and take any bike you want and take it for a ride that i think is good on harley's part
1: oh and the demo truck like when the demo truck comes around they they have like I, one of everything.
2: And I know here last few years, the demo trucks in the area here have been really highly out there, you know, to, to, to do that. So, but this year you'll probably won't see any demo trucks.
1: The last one I went to, there wasn't a lot, didn't seem like a lot of people there, but it was forecast to be rain. So that had to play into it, but the demo rides went out with only about half the bikes. It was, it was thin. It felt thin to me. So,
2: like you said, it's the weather. It's been the weather. Yeah, but you know, it's everybody's having a tough time. You can't expect to. You got to look at what do you want to do. What What does the market you want? What are you trying to do? You try. And and I know when I took the ride of course, they took you around to the bike, and they said, "This is the number one seller, Harley Street Glide," yeah. and that's what you see a lot. Street riding, road lights—that's what you see out there.
1: All right. So before we pivot, did you have an idea, John? While you were sleeping, did you come up with one?
2: <laughs> I mean, I think that they, was it right there. <laughs> I mean, they got to look at—I mean, overall, they need to look at what people want. What do they want to do? What demographic do they want to hit? And they want to be the big bad boys, be number one bike seller of, of the world then they need to build a bike that fits every category.
1: Yeah. That's my main complaint with with going into a Harley store is there isn't, there's not a lot of variety. It's like you have cruisers and touring bikes.
2: And your riding style has changed. You originally was a cruiser around town, and now you got into a sport bike. Now you want a sport bike, sport touring bike. They don't have it currently. Well, d-
1: don't have sport, don't have adventure.
2: Right. Don't so have bacon.
1: light standard. You want,
2: you want an ADV bike. What are you going to buy there, Bacon?
0: Not certain just yet. I'm not a, I'm not at that point yet.
2: Would you go if Harley releases that bike, you going to go buy a Harley? If they have it price right, possibly. How about a, that have to be at Do How
0: about it? a live wire ADV? That's my <laughs> that's my decision, sir. <laughs> But I think our I think we already went that through that with uh, predictions or when we were talking about the okay. when we were talking about all this before. Okay. So in other words, shut up, John. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You know, I'm not. I'm not, Otherwise, we're going to go into a whole new. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go down another rabbit hole with that. So. Gotcha. Rabbit holes.
2: What? Squirrel.
1: All right. Well, if that's it on Harley, then let's thank some people, and then I got to talk a little bit about track days, and I think we can shut it down. Sound good? Perfect. Wonderful. All right. First up on the thank you list, I would like to thank our buddy Chuck Halebrunner from our clubhouse, longtime supporter of the show. He is in for support of show 183. Much appreciated.
3: And Thanks, we, Chuck.
1: We also want to welcome Kevin Bruce. He's in on the monthly support, so he's added to the ongoing list of support along with Tim. Thanks, Thanks for that guys. as well. And it's very simple. That's how our model works. You find some value in the show, just return what you think is fair in the exchange. A little financial contribution goes a long way to pay the web bills and media processing and all the fun stuff that goes into making podcasts.
2: Yeah, Baker and I had to take a pay cut. That's right. (laughs) Hey, everything
1: shut down. (laughs) Can can I lean on the COVID-19 excuse too?
0: (laughs) I guess it's time for unemployment for you, sir. (laughs)
1: All right, you can join the list of supporters for show 184 by visiting loudpipes.net slash donate. We have links there. You can send us a one-time donation or set up an ongoing monthly like Kevin and Tim have currently. The one-time donations that come in at $10 or more, I'm sending out show stickers until the current stock is gone. And if you select the monthly support option of $5 or more, we'll invite you into the clubhouse. Kevin's been in there mixing it up. And again, much appreciate the support. a little u-turn a little u-turn so i had a pretty good week um things were kind of stressful just you know home life work life it's just it's busy yes we're working from home not going to the office but it's really busy so my week started off the latest edition of motorcycle What's it called now? Road Racing World and Motorcycle Technology showed up and it's their annual track day directory, which is cool. So it's all about track day schools and events and just tips and tricks on you know your bike and your prep and things and getting on the track. Wonderful Any secret episode. Secret weapons. Any what?
0: Any secret weapons.
1: Secret weapons, no. <laughs> no, it's just a just a well done episode and or episode. It's a well done edition of the magazine. I have the 2019 one right behind me. I've got the 2020 on the desk in front of me. So that put a smile on my face. And then I get an email from, from pre track days, um, performance riding experience. And they confirmed that the May 30th and 31st track day at Carolina Motorsports park is on. And I, (laughs) and I signed up a month ago, so I'm in. (laughs) So I can't wait. Can't wait. First track day of the year. The bike's pretty much ready. I have a couple of little things I want to button up. Still finishing up the trailer. Don't yet have it inspected, but so I've got two weeks to go and should be able to get that done and oh man, can't wait. Cannot wait.
2: You're not going down with Alan?
1: Yeah, Alan's going down. He's going to go down Friday night, camp out and stay over. I'm not certain if I'm going to join him on that yet, but... I'll be there Saturday for sure.
0: Okay. Cool. Oh, well, hell yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Hell yeah. And of course, with a whole laundry list of restrictions, as you might expect in our current situation here. So, no spectators being the biggest one. So, the kids are a little disappointed they won't get to go. So, in, in replace of that, I bought a new GoPro Hero 7. So,
0: maybe some new shoot
1: some better video for them. <laughs>
0: I don't know. That last video was actually really good. Yeah. The last track video I
1: thought was, was pretty well done. So hopefully this one sitting on the tank, I'm going to raise it up a little bit so you can see the speedometer and I got a clear windshield for the bike. So it's not dark smoke like the old one. So the visibility should be better and yeah. Stabilization on the video should be, should be even better. There we go. There we go
0: and which and what new camera did you get sir? the seven wasn't it,
1: yeah, seven silver there you go It was like hundred and eighty five bucks, oh yeah, it was it easy And then I just saw that GoPro has a crazy deal. They have a hundred bucks off of their hero eight black, which makes it two ninety nine and they have a bundle for three fifty, which gives you like like a stubby mount um handle a head strap an extra battery and a memory card for 350 i was like i should have just done that
0: yeah but i don't know it's okay i don't think i don't think you're i don't think you're going to be sad with what you have
1: no it takes really nice 1080p 60 looks really nice on it Um, it does 1440 60 frames as well and it also does 4k at 30 frames but the video wasn't that good so it'll be 1080p60 for me. Does a real good job. It, it looks good. I don't I don't even have a 4K TV, so <laughs> what do I want to shoot 4K
0: video for? Um, well, I can talk about this later, but um, there are some reasons you may want to, but there's ways around it.
1: Yeah, editing and cropping. Yeah, I, I get that. So I get it. I get it. But the, the 1080p60 is just so smooth.
0: Oh, so oh, super smooth, so super smooth,
1: and yeah, that's it. Not much other wrenching. I'm at what thirteen thousand five hundred on the interceptor, and I think John's got a milestone, don't you, buddy? Got a milestone?
2: Oh. Yeah, we forgot about that, didn't we? Yeah. What are you at on the spider? I ding fifty k on it today. Fifty thousand miles, and in how long? Two years and four months.
1: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Ah, that is why we call him the riding
2: fool. If this Pamadem didn't hit, probably been already been at fifty, so I'm sure there were some rides planned that would have dinged about a couple months ago.
1: But what is your what is your June ride looking like, by the way?
2: um, Up in the air.
1: No, I mean where, like how many, how many miles and where are you going?
2: It's changing. My plan in June was, so Jeb's moto that's in the clubhouse was going to go west and then we're going to meet up in the tail and ride, and I was going to ride back to Vermont with him Well, he's not doing that trip. So now it's like going up to Vermont to visit with him. And then like, I was going to do a loop all the way up to Zion throughout the, uh, going to the the easternmost point and then the northeasternmost point of the United States that's in Maine. But probably gonna scrap that because Maine is not allowing people to stay over in the state until July. Hmm. I think I might be able to do a hotel, but because I was looking at doing a camping, but campgrounds are shut down. Hotels I'm not sure about. Just up in the air. So I was like going to go to Vermont and then for a few days and then go to New York and not sure what else. How many miles? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> a couple grand, lots of miles. It won't be that much. It all depends. Uh, probably more, maybe 2,500. Well, that sounds like fun.
1: Well, I, I want to head North this summer. So that's, that's kind of why I'm asking. I want to head up, um, head up, see family in Pennsylvania, and then I want to head east and hang out with Robert a little bit around Boston and get in some good ride. And I want, I want to take a good long ride on the Interceptor this summer. So that's why I was asking.
2: All right. Well, it's out there if you want to go.
1: I don't know or, if I'm going to hit my iron, butt, but we're going to put no, some miles on it.
2: No, you, I wasn't going to plan to do that on that trip. It was just Try and figure out a lot of it's up in the air, depending on you know what's going on in the, in the country, it's all over the place. All right,
1: no events except that I will mention that I think the MPC is still going to happen in September, seems like a thing that we can probably pull off. And we do want to remind people the loud pipes meet up October 9th through the 12th in Teleco Plains. If you're planning on doing that, let us know. There's still a couple of cabin beds, right, John?
2: Three, two, three? Mm, I think there is four.
1: But they're split up. Like there's a three, three bed cabin and then one
3: yep. chair. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. And all the open camping you might want. All the open camping, which I'm going to do. I'm dang it. I'm going to, I'm going to camp off the bike. Let's do it.
2: Oh, boy. I oh wanted to, boy. I wanted to
1: bring the Jeep to, Bring, like, anything and everything I could possibly want, but I think it needs to be done off the bike.
2: We got to do it. Uh, I don't know, Rich. We can to talk about that. We might need you to bring that cheap. Oh, geez. Okay.
1: <laughs> on that note, <laughs> notes of this long-winded show can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 183. We have links there to leave us some feedback. Subscribe to the show with your favorite podcast app and links to social media, which Bacon takes care of. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. If you found some value in the show, consider supporting us. Loudpipes.net slash donate. Leave us a note. We'll read it on the show. And don't forget, we have loudpipes.net slash twisted road. If you want a free rental day, check that out. Plus, it gets a referral for us, which we will use for renting bikes and talking about those on the show, of course. So we want to thank uh, who we thanking. We got Tim, Tim, and Kevin for the monthly support. Mm. We want to thank Chuck for his support of this particular show. Thank you, sir. While I stall and look for the closing button, brother Bacon.
0: Oh, I'm getting my kickstands up, man. Kickstands up, and Johnny John. Let's roll. All right. Good night. Night.
2: Night, Richie.
3: Show. Find more details
1: at loudpipes.net
0: forward slash donate.